the odds. We've got a very special guest. Very special. <laughs> a salty dog, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Excited to be here. Happy hump day. Almost back to Thursday Night Football. I'm right. excited about that. we got lots of questions for you. So the people that have joined and want to ask questions, throw them out. I'll make sure people wave at me so I don't ignore them like I normally do. And Bring them just on. ramble. Exactly. Only easy questions, though. I don't want Yeah, soft hard. pitch the questions Shit. tonight, kids. Yeah. Was where, uh, Please. We're going to have some beers, too. Tell us a little bit about you. Obviously, you... Why would you do in sports betting? Kind of what your interest is, and kind of what you do. Yeah, I, um, I, I love sports betting. Mm-hmm. I've done it for years. Um, until recently, I've not done it as much because I rather collect the money than than wager the money. So it's more of a business approach for me. But I work with a lot of guys that they ask me for betting advice. I I love to look at numbers like your algorithm stuff you're showing me that's pretty awesome and just looking at different ways that you can place bets more effectively and hopefully win but i think the biggest problem with a lot of people that place wagers is they think they're going to win all the time and they expect to win all the time not very likely really because ups and downs those casinos in vegas were not built on uh winners (laughs) i don't think so no (laughs) exactly Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's totally fair. Yeah. What other advice do you got? What kind of advice do you got for people that are like you know um, betting? They're either good betters or new betters. Just some very fundamental advice. I would say don't bet more than you can afford to lose. That's really important. Some guys go down the rabbit hole with that, right? They get going. Mister Obvious on the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, some guys they they don't know. Like you give them a little free play, they go nuts, and then they keep playing, and and uh, they run up their credit lines, and yeah, it's it's not good. And I would say also. Try a lot of different kinds of bets. Try the parlays. Try the teasers. Try the the player props. Do all the different things. See what you like to do most because you yeah. might have uh, an aversion to some types, um, but some of the other ones are more fun. They're a little more risky, but you don't have to play with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So have fun with it. I think that's the most important thing, and, and if you look at it like that um, – most of our players, most of my players do have fun with it. It's kind of neat. To, yeah, that's awesome. To see, yeah, it's fun. Exactly. Uh, a lot of people actually have the ambition to become, you know, maybe a handicapper or a sharp or how do you, how do you ever, how do you actually identify a sharp or somebody that's basically a actual good better at the point where they're almost a risk to the house? We we've had sharps players and uh traditionally sharps don't do parlays, they don't do teasers, they do straight bets, they do first half, second half type of bets. And they are very consistent in their wagers, and they'll consistently win. Like, they'll win 75% or more of their games. So that that we'll see that on a daily, and if we identify that, we we get rid of the Sharps player um, because ultimately we're they're going to win all the time. Yeah, they're taking so, them from the house. Yeah, and then you got the handicappers. These guys are a dime a goddamn dozen. They're like used car salesmen <laughs> on the street. Like, we're going to sell you this bet, and they want you to pay them a lot of money to give you the bet information. But really... Not a lot of research has went into it, so um, you're shoveling sand against the tide with those guys. So you're going to pay them money to lose. Yeah, and that happens yeah. a lot. There's not a lot of good ones in the country anyway. No, I, I, 20 years ago, I paid a guy. He was like, "We got people walking the hallways. We got guys that have inside information." Yeah. The guy couldn't win. So we're let's see. We're basically what week uh, eight coming into NFL now. Week eight, yeah, exciting. So any observations on the first seven weeks? 
Bet on the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl again. I think that's good. But they don't cover the spread very often, so don't bet the spread on the Chiefs. Except they last they week. love a close game. Yeah, they do. They're It's crazy. It's so much fun to watch, though. They covered last weekend? Well, and if Taylor Swift's there, that should add points to the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to score more. You should have a bet about Taylor showing up, which I would say about 90% she's going to show, probably. Oh, that'd be cool. I, I'm going to check tomorrow, see if you could put on there. Taylor Swift sighting or something. You like, get, like, get a booster or some sort of parlay yeah. bet if she shows up. You get free play if she's there your bet is free play win or lose that'd be fun if taylor's there so, so i'll put that out tomorrow and everybody will bet on the chiefs this weekend let's let's, let's do a little have a little fun with the uh nfl let's kind of go through the games for this week coming up tomorrow night in the week and we're not going to hit every one because that'll take us 30 minutes we'll get into fire a, well let's see so the tool that i use and again the tool let's actually look at the analytics for the tool over the course of the year let's just start and see how the tool is done what was the first week in nfl i think it was like a september 7th i believe right so we got to go to the 23rd which was monday which was a killer for me because chiefs were favored i took the money line for i don't usually bet this much i bet 500 dollars and got my ass kicked like it was terrible well, terrible I, bet not I good was, <laughs> i was at the game and I, I was too. And I were you? Yeah, I was, was there. Sure you could have called me. I was miserable. I know. I was miserable. I was dying inside in, in, in <laughs> the whole game. It's not good. I was sitting at the game. I was up on the upper deck, third row, like right on the fifty yard line. And I was sitting there, and I was like, I think it was uh, Kansas City was a seven and a half point favorite. Is that right? right? Yeah. And so I was sitting there, and I was like, I don't want to pay the seven and a half. I don't think Kansas City can cover. Actually, I'm sorry. It was seven and a half. It dropped to six and a half. That's what it was. And I was mad I didn't get it at the seven and a half because I didn't. Right. I wanted the touchdown. Because I felt like the touchdown was kind of the safe boundary. Right. And so what I did is I was like, I'll just live bet it. Wait for you know Kansas City to make it close right. in the third quarter. And I'll get on live. So anyway, you know how Chief Stadium was with your phone, try to get internet. But you can't bet there without a, a special app. Well, I'm in, I'm a tech. So oh yeah. okay. Oh yeah, you're VPN. yeah. Right, I'm, a nerd, I'm a nerd, so I, yeah. I know I know the you loophole. Can. Yeah. So anyway, I, I was like, I literally went in at one point. The Chiefs were up, I think, fourteen to seven in the third quarter, and right before they threw the interception for a touch. I got in for like, I think uh, I was on Detroit. I think it was like plus seven and a half, which right. obviously they won. So I was happy, but I always liked Detroit, even though I was going for Kansas City. I grew up in Michigan, and they always sucked, man. Like, they're so terrible. Even with Barry Sanders, they couldn't even win a goddamn playoff game. So when I went to college, I switched over to the Packers, but they're not doing They're doing better. Well, they're not doing that great this year either, but they're kind of bad. They've the been disappointing to Detroit. They're going to suck at the end of the season to watch. You'll see. I'll tell you what, the terrible. first week, Jordan Love looked like he was Aaron Rodgers. And he then did. He, then he kind of went he downhill. Yeah. He doesn't look that good now. Let's see. So anyway, here are the models I built, and I've got seven weeks of data. So the one I like a lot is the, uh, is the model, the dogs, which is kind of focused on the dogs. But it's actually hitting 67% on the money line, which, you know, whatever. For Thursday but, night? Um, this is the whole, all, every game oh, so okay. far this year. But it's up plus 11 units. I, I bet $100 units. $1,100 over seven weeks to me is not exciting. But I got some other models with more things in them. This one has the home away win percentages, team stats, which are different metrics I pull in, as well as spreads. And right. there, there's some complexity or some information in these. But 68%, 17 units. Point being is all these models have done pretty well over the course of year. Week to week, they don't always win. I think I had two weeks in a row, like weeks three and four, where I, the models were actually losing. Right. But again, I like to get six or eight weeks of data. Then I start to do pretty well. Let's so go. that's why that's why I love NBA. That's why I love NHL. That's why I love baseball because I get so many games. I get yeah. so much data. I can start to identify where to make some money. So let's let's look at the games. Um, games, games, games. 
So this model I have, which ironically, I know the first thing it's going to say is bet Tampa plus 340, which blows me away. <laughs> Tampa plus 340? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It, it tells me it tells me the percentage of the metrics. Like this is 63% of the possible points versus 54% of the possible points. We call that predictive confidence. I personally would look at this and go, man, I really don't want to bet them at that number. Plus right. 340 looks appealing, but it's kind of a... I don't know. It's sucking it, you in. It, exactly. It, it's a sucker bet. <laughs> but what it does tell me is I probably over here it's a no pick because my I have a rule in here that says if a per percentage of confidence is less than 10%, don't bet it. Even though the dog is actually favored 46 to 41. So I would say in this game, Tampa plus eight and a half is a pretty good play. Right. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Let's and, go. I'll that, bet it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then I got Tennessee here. Again, you've got the uh, money line where it's almost two to double what Atlanta is. Plus 124. This game, I'd probably take the uh, money line. The plus three sounds appealing. I think Tennessee wins this game. These guys, I, I don't think they, they're what, two and one at home. They're always well coached, very disciplined, good defense. And these two teams are running teams, so they're going to keep the score low anyway. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a low scoring game. And low scoring games go either way. And Taylor Swift isn't going to that game either. Oh, I didn't factor the Taylor. <laughs> we need a Taylor gadget. Somebody write down, we need a Taylor gadget. <laughs> Um, let's see what else we got here. Houston, Carolina. This, this is two teams with two rookies. What's the kid? Stroud from Houston is yeah. absolutely a stud. Loving my fantasy team for He's future good. dynasty. He's got a good attitude too, it seems. Hell, he didn't throw an interception for yeah. like, what, 190 passes? Yeah, really good. So that kid's a stud. Let's see, what, what kind of games are you looking at? What's the games that stand out to you coming up this weekend? Like, I look at what my players bet on. Everybody around here, they go Chiefs, right? Cowboys, a lot of Cowboy fans. Losers. A lot of Raider fans, which is surprising to me. <laughs> like they always suck. It seems like. Yeah, this is uh, how the Raiders fans Cowboys. Bet. Yeah. Well, let's, that's let's get out the eight ball and see what are the Raiders fans any good. I think you could do better using the eight ball on uh, that for that one. To say concentrate and ask again. That's a, that okay. sounds like a Raiders answer. We don't even yeah. know the question, so we'll just decline. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> exactly. Then we have uh, Patriots Dolphins big game this week, and right now minus nine on the uh, Dolphins. Minus nine on the Dolphins, plus nine Patriots. Patriots played good last week. How does your algorithm? What do they say about I'm, that one? I'm looking at Let's it. Let's go. It's got the. It's got the the on the money line. It's got Miami at sixty six to thirty four, almost double. But at minus four seventy, I wouldn't touch the money line. Then you go right. to the spread. Minus nine. It, it still really likes Miami in this game. Actually, um, I would say, and actually, I, I look at it as well this way. I look at the thirty percent of the bets because I love to look at splits. I'm probably, right. I'm probably a, bit, a little bit of a homer on splits. Anybody that watches my videos on baseball knows I'm a splits nerd. And I love a split between like 25 to 35%, about a third of the money or the percentage of bets on that side, especially when the percentage of money gets into like 30% of the split-ish and 60% of the money. And then I get plus, you know, let's say plus two at home. Right. That kind of stuff gets me really excited. Um, but anyway, you're, so what, you're thinking which side of this is going to... With the points, with the points, Patriots have been playing good. I mean, last, they have last week, great game. Last two weeks, they played well. The quarterback's playing better now. He was a new guy last week, like out of nowhere, right? This kid that played last week for, for Patriots. A, that was uh, Mac Jones, wasn't it? I don't think so. Was it? Yeah, you're, uh, thinking, you're, thinking, you're thinking of uh, what the hell was a kid from uh, PJ Walker that was stepping in for yeah. like Cleveland or something. But with Mac, if he's playing good like that, take the nine points and <laughs> take the Patriots. 
Another thing I look at a lot is I love looking at when the, the line moves. Like this one over here, Indianapolis. Actually, it's New Orleans has gone two and a half points towards the, towards themselves. This is forward line movement. You got two and a half points at sixty six percent of the bets. Let's see what the line's been doing. Interesting. The line has actually been moving down. It's good. This is good. I would say this one actually almost indicates New Orleans is a favorite, even though our Poisson model. This is an algorithm called Poisson model. It's right. something our chief nerd officer, the guy who built the tool, yeah, our, the co founder. He built a Poisson model in here, and it's kind of interesting, but it actually likes Indianapolis. I would say, if I was going to bet, I, God, I'd probably almost no bet this one. I don't think I could, that's, that's a coin toss. I don't do coin tosses. Well, I there's gotta, a coin toss here, too, on the, the betting, and that's... Is it? Yeah, it's a pick of let's see what other game, Yeah, let's see what other games we have here. Pittsburgh has been really good. Jacksonville's been really good. That one I'd probably no bet. Chargers, Bears, uh, Chargers minus eight and a half. Where's right the Chargers-Bears game at? Here we go. That's good. Mine has a no bet for that. The money line is actually, if I was going to, well, actually, Passan model even thinks that the Chargers are going to keep it close. They, their defense has been bad. They just cannot seem to pull a game off. That's why you take the Bears. They're not going to cover. I, my my brain says, how can you bet the Bears? But you're right. It's always counterintuitive. With that, you, yeah, take the Bears. They're not going to cover like the Chiefs sometimes. <laughs> You take the money line or you take the other team because they're not going to cover on the spread. Absolutely. Right? And they, they don't a lot of times. Absolutely. And the Chiefs are... Where are the Chiefs? At? They're they uh, minus seven right now over Denver. And who knows? You know the Chiefs. They're going to basically keep it close, throw it to interception, give yeah. up a field goal to probably lose, win by six. Let's see. Monday Night Football. I love games that are prime time. I love the handle. I love that everybody's focused on one game because it gives you a better read on the games. This one actually right now shows 2% of the people betting are on Vegas. So nobody's on Vegas against Detroit. Everybody thinks Detroit's going to rebound. Points will probably go up then pretty soon to get my, people to bet on them. My, my model likes Detroit. Uh, I know. Yeah. I don't know what to think of that. I think I would, that might be a live bet for me. You might hope that Vegas comes out, gets the first touchdown, knocks the line down to like four and a half or something. They're minus nine right now, Detroit. So, Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I got it minus eight on. This is coming right off of DraftKings, I believe. This is coming right off. See, might, we're more favorable here. Minus nine. Or was your, what, who's your source, DraftKings? Or do you have uh, one of the market makers? Or you, gotta yeah. say, you can't say probably. <laughs> no. I, I don't blame you. Top I, secret. Yeah, if I told you I have to kill you for that <laughs> sake, it's not good. When I have a bad day, I'll call you and ask you for the answer so I yeah. can end my misery. There you go. All right, let's see here. So let's see. What else do we got going on? You want to jump over to some other questions in NBA? Do we have any questions coming in yet? That's good. They're being quiet. They're probably like these guys. They're rambling, but that's okay. NBA, man, Every a lot of teams playing in it. It's pretty cool, actually. So it's fun. It's getting kicked off. Do you like yeah. NBA or no? Um, I do. Actually, here's the thing. I used to historically not really ever even pay attention to NBA until the playoffs. And all I would do in the playoffs is basically fade the public. Maybe if I got reverse line movement, I would hit it harder. And I would make I made money for I think like eight years in a row. Just crushed it. The last two years I used it, did the same thing and lost. So that that theory doesn't really seem to work the last two years. See, that's what handicappers do. They sell that shit and then everybody loses. Well, so I should. But your be algorithm a, will be good. That won't happen. Maybe I should be a handicapper. I can make right. bad, I can make bad picks you and sell do, bad picks. I right. Mean, but overall, if you win more than you lose, you're you're ahead of the game. It's like the weatherman. They suck half the time, and they still get paid. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> I should have been a weatherman that does uh, handicapping or claimed to do handicapping. Right. Well, let's see here. Let me see what other kind of questions. Um, let's just go into the next thing. Let's go to NBA. There's, this is kind of the big night. Last night there was two games. Oh, there's a lot of games. How, how did you do last now. night, by the way? 
Do you do well last night? Not too many people with me played on NBA last night. So today I sent out a little boost and I got a lot of people playing right now. Mm-hmm. So let's do going what is What is the most bet on game tonight? Don't tell me who's on what side. Just what's the most bet on game All tonight? All right, I'll tell you that. Hold on. Hold on. While you're doing that, I'll say it. Last night yeah. I took Denver. I had Denver minus five. Denver won the championship, and I, as I recall, I think Denver was giving five points to the Lakers. Everybody, most betters, the average better seems to be a bunch of homers for uh, the Lakers, from what I can tell. Yeah. It always seems like the Lakers always have a really good line if you bet against them. So I, I jumped on. I jumped on Denver. Loved the game. I was going to lie bet the uh, Phoenix game later, but I fell asleep because I got up early and it's been a long ten day stretch for me. And I just honestly, bro, just. Didn't get on the live bet. So we got Cavaliers. People like the Cavaliers tonight. The Celtics, the Mavericks. Those games started. Let's Kings. see. Yeah, they're start. A lot of them started. So live betting right now in those games. Mm-hmm. Cleveland actually, we got to get our logos updated. But Cleveland actually is up by three. What was the where did the Cleveland line close out? Two and a half or four? Yep. Two um, half. It closed at four and a half, didn't it? Uh, I have it at four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Eighty percent people. Eighty percent of the bets were on Cleveland. So I'd say the public is just loving cleveland right they do. now they love them they're getting very excited about them who the hell's on cleveland people are excited about i don't know it's not like lebron's there <laughs> no. i mean was, was a kid from ku down the street that was in cleveland forever that went to uh golden state uh can't think of his kid he was a number one draft mike michael wiggins or something wiggins 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that kid's a stud he's good yeah see that seven foot four guy for san antonio now he's I wanna, a beast i, I want to watch my that god man I was watching some like preseason highlights. That guy was like insane. He he was at the the on the baseline. He got the ball, jumped on it, and dunked from there. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I go, what the hell? That's and then good. He, and then he can shoot threes like a freaking like a soft touch. Yeah, he's he, good. Yeah, he's really good. It's going to be really fun to watch that yeah. guy. This game's interesting. You got Minnesota, Toronto. Minnesota went from one and a half to three and a half. They're up four. These games are all pretty close. Oh, you got the live right there. The scores right now. Yep, yeah, they're oh, right here. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, so Miami's actually up seven. I thought I bet Miami for some reason. I think I put them in a parlay because I got a free like ten dollar parlay or ten dollar bet from DraftKings, so I made it a fourteen. But I think they're on that. So, what do you think the reason is that DraftKings gives all these free bets? What's the logic behind it? Because they can do tax write offs, or they need more money on that game on on for that. So that, they want well, you to play. So they give you a little booster. Well, yeah, exactly. More people put money in, the more money yeah. you make. Yeah. And they can write off the boost as a tax write-off. I, I was reading an article. I if you saw this article like a year ago. The state of Kansas, after all the sports betting taxes were paid, it was like less than two grand. Yeah, they're di- yeah, because of the write-offs. Yeah, yeah. So we, we we know we vote on legalizing you know gambling in Kansas. We think, oh God, they're going to build new highways, better schools, better bars for me to be better. But right, that's what happens. So here's the games coming later. The ones that say predicted points. These are proceed. The, this model also does predicted points before it shows the score, which is really cool. Fox only up by one right now. The game I bet on tonight, the game I hit hard tonight, actually it, it kind of pisses me off because it shows right now that 57 percent of the money is on Utah. And I thought I read it at 34%, which is the range I wanted to be on the split. I love the plus one and a half at home, but I don't remember why the split's gone that much unless I just misread it. I might have just, I don't know. That's crazy. They don't pay, they don't play for another, they don't play for a while yet, though. So. Nine o'clock our time, which means that I guess I could cancel the bet and pay my five or, actually, about what, 150 <laughs> pay on the that penalty, game. bad boy. And I'd probably have to pay the penalty and probably have the bet win and be pissed I got out. <laughs> You need a spanking for that. We need that's why we need someone here. Bad, you get a spanking. Well, we got we got like, the, the hammer of Thor. Don't don't don't. <laughs> there you go. You know. Yeah, that's perfect. 
Let's see. We got tomorrow's games. What is, what's the second most bet on game tonight? The Hawks right now, and they're up uh, by one at halftime. Crazy. They were a three and a half point favorite, huh? And they were a minus uh, minus three and a half, minus one sixty. Oh, minus one sixty. Yeah. People are betting on the uh, money line, huh? Clippers and Heat are huge. You're minus four twenty five, so they're they're heavy favorites right now. Yeah, the Heat game would be a good game if you could get a live bet. It's gone to eleven and a half, I believe. This is a live bet number here right now. Tell me about live bets. I mean, what, what do you like about live bets? Well, it depends. What's the cool thing is you have every sport, right? So MMA fighting is great to do live betting on because you can look at the guys before, see what they're like, so it kind of shapes their in, and when they start, then you bet. And then after the first round, you can bet. Like it's just rolling. So um, a heavy favorite now might not be a favorite, and you t- so there's a lot of things you can do with it. It's fun. I have two rules. Actually, go ahead and finish. Sorry. So it just depends on what sport. But if I'm out and I go out a lot and I'm sitting next to people that I'm talking to about stuff, I'll show them how easy it is to live bet. And I just do it there too. And I have a great time doing it. Not a lot, 25, 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh, and play, but it's just fun because you're there watching the game in the action. Exactly. And it's pretty cool to do. The games are way more interesting when you have money on yeah, it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it could be horse races. Like you could go in. On horse racing, I like to do that once in a while and just bet dollars. Does your bookie horse- site have a have a horse racing? Yes, no shit. Horses, casino, live casino, blackjack, baccarat, kino. I don't. Poker, tr- I don't trust the uh, computerized uh, blackjack kind of. Nor game should you, racing. and I don't recommend it. I say don't play it. <laughs> but I get dudes that play it, and they and they and they lose uh, a lot, and and they still play it. I say don't play. Like I, I don't know, but they just keep playing. All these slot machines and crap. They keep doing it. They love it. But uh, it's Korean baseball we got, uh, all the European soccer, everything's on there. So it just gives the world your oyster. And then when you place a live bet, our, we're, we can stream it live, any sport mm-hmm. that you're watching, right. on your, and watch that bet, Yeah, which yeah. is cool. What is the most bet on sport? Football, man. People That's love football. Call or pro football, probably. Yeah. Well, in college, it's crazy. Saturdays have been nuts lately, really? and even tonight, there's a lot. There's two games tonight: UTEP and Sam Houston, and Florida National or something like that's playing tonight, and they're in, they're playing right now, and uh, a lot of people have money on that, hmm. so they like those games. That's, so people just like football. I love football, but football's got the most parity. At least NFL football, in my opinion, as far as the betters are pretty good. And at least I think there's more parity on the betting side. I think the teams have a lot of parity. Right. Which makes, I guess my point is, I think NFL is one of the hardest sports to bet. It's unpredictable. And, and there's a lot of external factors that can go into it, right? Like what if a, the, the, the lineman gets a DUI the day before? How does that affect team morale? So that affects, <laughs> that affects the teams when they play. So all those things, we don't even know. Yeah. about a lot of the stuff that happens that affects the game. This thing, it fascinates me, by the I way. Have the, so Here's the thing. If you look at it, the analytics, I actually, we were, how many games into the season are we on NBA now? Two weeks, maybe 10 days, max, maybe a week? I don't think it's been that long. Just less than a week. I think it's okay. very last Wednesday. So the point is, I have not even built analytical models. Typically, what I do is I wait about a one or one or two weeks in, but you know, then I start building these analytical models. And then I start to see trends, and I start to understand, okay, I see a trend based on the analytics, and I start to build models on them. Then I start to bet small units, like $10, $25, right. right? And then if I start to see, like during baseball season, it's funny, I'll tell you a really quick story, and these guys know the story. They've heard me talk about this on the podcast a couple times. Built the tool, and there's a stretch right out of the gate where I hit like 15 out of 18 games betting favorites. 
and I thought, oh my God, this tool's amazing. I'm amazing. They're you all know. favorites, though, you said? They were all favorites. And Even I thought, a blind squirrel gets a nut, I think. That's, that's exactly what, what happened. Yeah. So any of that same model went one in 11, the next 12 games. Yeah. So what I did is I went, you know, I, I, I believe if I just focus on the dogs and buy value on the underdogs, I can make money. Even if I hit like 43, I started doing the analytics. I was like, if I get 43%, I'm breaking even on dogs. So what I did is I went, started really trying to analyze and find the really good value dog bets. And I think, I don't even know exact numbers now, but it was somewhere around like 35 games. I had like 27 out of 35 dogs. That's good. It was amazing. Yeah. And, our, and actually our followers went like this. It just started growing. Of course, then I got into Major League Baseball playoffs and I went 0-4 on the same model. So I just shut it down. I'm like, I'm not going to put out picks. I'm not going to waste my money. Right. And then I did actually pick last night on Arizona, but that was, again, it was like 30% of the, the bets. So I knew the public was all over Philly. I knew it was a big handle game because there's a lot of money because it's the last game before the World Series. Right. And everybody's excited. It's Tuesday night. Or nobody's doing anything anyway. Yeah. So I faded it and I hit it. I was excited. So like, I've, I've actually popped the champagne shit excited or. Uh, actually, I think I fell asleep <laughs> watching the last yeah, NBA game. That's what I say. You don't get that excited. But yeah. I'm 52 years old, bro. So I, my, my excitement was, you know, turn off the TV and go to sleep. But actually, on, literally on Sunday, I went 4-0. The first game, I have to look at my, my phone. But I, 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 I was looking at the games when I woke up. And it was like the first game I saw on all the betting lines was Detroit-Baltimore. I play like in 20 fantasy leagues. So I know Detroit. I know the star players. I was like, oh, my God, Detroit's, you know... Uh, three-point dog on the road in Baltimore. They're not that great. And so my heart was like, oh, my God, you got to bet, you know, got to bet Detroit. And then I started, I was talking to my buddy, uh, this guy named Tiny that lives in my house and rents a room. And I go, Tiny, who do you like? He goes, I like I like Detroit. I go, well, we're fucked. I'm going the other way. Right. Then I got on the tool. And the is tool Tiny was, a big guy? Like, is he big? It, yeah. He's he, a big, like, nobody that I know named Tiny is fucking Tiny. Like, that's, big the, dude. that's the point. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. So, so, Tiny, so I was like, so we both <laughs> like Detroit. We obviously know that we're a bunch of homers without doing the tool. <laughs> so I looked at the tool and it screamed Baltimore. So I put it down for like four units, 400 bucks. Bam, hit it. Next, after one game, early game, late game, 400 bucks, hit it. Basically, long story short, went 4 0. Then I, so basically, I think I've, I know for a fact I've hit the last nine bets across NBA football. Awesome. But, but I'm probably due to lose nine in a row now. So, do you foresee yourself in the future when these algorithm is running? Do you, do you foresee yourself making recommendations as a handicapper type person? Or what do you see doing with it? Like, because most people aren't smart enough, like, you're really smart to figure this out and analyze the data. Like what we talked about the percentage yeah. less than five, probably. So yeah. Yeah. a lot of people needed to explain to them mm -hmm. um, what your recommendations are because they won't understand it. Right. You, so you, you, that's you, a key. I think, I think you're absolutely right. But here's the thing. We built the product. We thought that 80% of people would want to consume the models that people produce with good results and 20% would build the models. Well, and we haven't made the, the marketplace yet for the producer-consumer kind of concept. What we've been doing is focus on getting the usability right, getting the UI to kind of, you know, very cosmetically appealing. So people like the look and feel right. of the site. Because creating a model is not an easy thing to do. And let alone using sure. a tool you don't know how to use makes it harder. But what we've learned is about really, honestly, about 3% of the people that go to the site really want to do the homework. 
Right. It's not a big percentage. It's hard to extrapolate all that data, though, like if you're looking at it. And it's work. If your IQ is less than 100, like a lot of these homers are <laughs> out there, they can't do it. They're going to go, what the heck am I doing? Or they're doing a lot of meth or well, something. They don't got, know. We should just Crystal sell, ball. We could just sell this. Uh, so we need, put a crystal ball with every sale purchase of the algorithm, and it'll be equally as effective. It says Alec not so good. So I guess using this, the Alec's <laughs> not so good. <laughs> it's not good. But let's redo it. Redo it again. Let's go. We're going to have Why good luck. Why don't you do it? It gave me okay. the same answer yeah. twice. There we go. Who's gonna Chiefs gonna cover this weekend? That's the question. Ask me later. That sounds like a bullshit answer. Most people are probably just kind of winging it based on their knowledge and they, what they believe to be true. That's that's ninety percent, I would say. But I'll tell you what: building the platform, building the community, we have the people that really do come into the community and use the tool, and they have their own communities. These guys are good. I have actually been watching them, and I actually tell a couple of the guys. There's a couple of guys, and I've talked about on the show. There's a guy named Business. There's a guy named Trex. And they, they do it a little differently. They actually take all the data off the internet. They mainly put it into spreadsheets. Right. They're doing the old-fashioned, old-school way of doing analytics. And it's also, we, we talked, and we're going to collaborate, and they're going to build tools, and they're going to have models. And I think that's how they get planned to play it out with us. But right now, we have bugs. We're, in this tool, we, we're always hacking on it every day, which is going to turn some people off. But I'll tell you what, we are making massive improvements. And actually, one of the things we, I, to, I haven't told you about is we want to build super models. But a supermodel, what it'd be is if I basically went onto the website and I wanted to bet NFL spread and I found four people that are the top performers, because I have rankings over here, right? right? You can rank it based on NFL spread. I could buy the top four models. How do I take the top four models, feed them into an algorithm to give me the most predictability across the top? So all of a sudden, I'm taking not one model, but four models to get even higher confidence. But if they're using the same data, it would be the same, right? So if they're, a lot of them are using the same information, what difference is it going to make with the, four versus... They have, the, be a they have the same analytical insights, but I think they build the formulas different, so uh, they have different predictive okay. confidence. That's, yeah. that's kind of where I see it going. Yeah. So you plan on... How many sports do you plan on doing this for? Well, NBA is something we're going to be definitely focused on because there's lots of game. College basketball is hard. Like College football is really hard because there's so many teams. And the way we build our tool... Um, it's a little bit quirky or buggy, I should say. And sometimes when you have what, how many college teams are 200, 300 teams? A lot. Yeah. So when you have a team where basically when you're pulling the data into the database and presenting it back on the front end and you get a little bit of a bug, like I'll give you an example. Our, our, uh, our software was set up for NFL week one. And after the first week I called the, the chief nerd officer, I like to always emphasize that like Darth Vader. <laughs> And I said, hey, bro, man, we, we got like 15 games this weekend, or 16 games, but only 15 showed up. And he's right. like, I don't know. What game was it? So we found out it was Jacksonville. Why did Jacksonville, the game, not show up? Well, right. we had to set up our software to pull based on JAX, and they had changed the site that we were working with to JAC. So the, the way we identify the game had changed the name. Okay. They shortened yeah. the name, and it, it didn't pull the data correctly. So, so imagine taking that situation apply it to 200 college teams that have all kinds of little nuances, it makes it hard. So my, I guess my short answer is I want to focus on pro team uh, sports, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, hockey. From there, once we get this thing ironed out and it's running really well, we'll get into the college sports because I know people are big fans. They go to the colleges right. and they're going to College basketball, huge, right? Well, we live like 30 minutes from yeah, KU. Yeah, so, great. Yeah. Do you, do you ever do parlays very much or no? I, I do typically one a week, but usually it's because DraftKings will give me like a 50% or 100% per leg kind of boost. Right. It'll be a max bet of 25 bucks. Last week, I asked one of my four bets on Sunday, I won. I bet, I bet three teams, 
and it was a three-team tar- parlay, and it was like, let's say it paid plus 500 or something. My 50% boost made it plus like 800 or something. Right. And at 25 bucks, I ended up, I, my 25 bucks turned into like 325. <laughs> so a $25 bet to win 325, I was like, that's I was great. Kinda, I was giddy about it. It's fun to do that. And I, and I think a lot of players that I, that I, that I work with, they love the parlay. They like doing a three team or a four team or five teamer. But what they don't realize is when they look at the odds on a three teamer, if they pick the favorites, they might be only plus 130, 140, but they pick two more teams, they're plus 400, plus 450. Mm-hmm. So I would prefer that. Do at least a five teamer. If you're going to do a parlay, do a five teamer. Let's go. You're right. No, you got a parlay over there. You want to talk about your parlay you're kind of playing well, with? Well, tonight I went with the, uh, the Hawks. They're minus 160. Took uh, the Pacers minus two hundred five, Magic minus one seventy five, and then the the ones that are for sure winners that are probably going to lose. But that's you what, go, that's one of the bites in the ass. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, that's terrible. Like everyone will will win, and then you get to the minus four twenty five Clippers. They'll lose. So the Heat and the Clippers are both minus four twenty five. So those five teams, a uh, hundred dollars pays out four seventy nine. I it's like decent. It. That's really good. Um, what's what's plus the cost? Four seventy nine. How much is the bet you're putting in for four seventy nine? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks to get back. So you're getting five times your money. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's not bad. And so, but only three of the teams. You take the top three. You're only getting a for a hundred bucks. You're only getting one hundred and forty or hundred and thirty. So here's the bet on Sunday. Can't get the microphone. I basically had the Patriots plus seven and a half. Obviously, they won the game. Right. Ravens minus three. They crushed it. And then the Falcons, I think barely. But anyway, my twenty-five bucks paid three sixteen. Right. And you took some underdogs in that too. That well, they, they yeah. pulled it out, which that was five of those first six games. Underdogs won. No the shit. First the, on Sunday, so it was a great day. <laughs> yeah, a great day for sports betting. It's it's really hard to bet underdogs, but I tell you what, if you want to make money and actually be decent at sports betting, you've got to have a discipline to see the value in a dog and bet the dog, especially on a money line. Well, there's some teams. On live betting, like Chiefs, as an example, um, they'll probably win 12 or 13 games this year. And uh, if they go down 10 points, 14 points, uh, they're good. The live bet, they might be plus 250 on a live bet now, and I would take that uh, every game if if they're down like that because they come back at the end except against Detroit. They're not good. Very disappointing. I'll tell you one thing. I have a rule for live betting, and I have two rules, actually. When I live bet, in the first, if I bet in the first half live bet, I'm looking for value. I'm looking for the, somebody like the Chiefs that have gotten behind 10 to 0 against a bad team and the Lions dropped to pick them. Right. Because there's a half a game left. And we know Mahomes has got what, some crazy win percentage when he's down, like, like double like the right. average. Right. But here's the thing in the second half, I would never, ever, ever bet on the team that's actually originally favored if they're on tilt. If they're on tilt in the second half, I will fade them and go opposite. Right. Because teams, people are chasing, like, oh, my God, I had the Chiefs, and they're basically now down to a pick em game. Sucker bet, sucker bet, sucker bet. Well, and I agree. If you're chasing the dragon on these bets, I don't typically do that. I place it one time during the game. So I pick the time. I'm going to do it. I make one wager. I don't m- make multiple. I see a lot of my players, they'll make multiple chasing it, and they lose mm-hmm. probably eight out of ten times. They win sometimes, but yeah. usually you lose. And I agree with you. Yeah. They just chase after it and that's a mistake because they see the line of like i've got a i was minus seven now i'm basically even all of a sudden i'm getting three and now i'm getting seven they go god right. I, I just gotta get my money back i'll just double it i'll right. just keep it's like that's they get such greedy a, or they're just on tilt right they're tilting and then then they go to casino after which i love so i see them tilting on football then they're playing casino all night go to the slots and try to get their money back bam they lose jeez <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, that is not good. It's not a good business model. Let's let's talk about hockey. What do, what do you okay. what do you have to say about hockey? You have a lot of hockey uh, betters. 
We do. We're getting more. Um, I've done some boosts last week when when the hockey season started. We should have done it last night because every team played last night, which is pretty cool. But the puck lines are great, usually minus a half, minus one and a half, and even the underdogs have great chances of winning. So Mm -hmm. it's fun to bet on hockey. It's fast. It's exciting. And uh, I grew up in a a hockey town and went to a hockey college, um, and I loved hockey. And they don't have so much. You're from Detroit? I grew up in the Flint area, and then I went to college up at uh, Northern Michigan University in Marquette. And one of the years I was there, they went to the Frozen Four. They lost. But uh, it was still cool um, watching them. And, the and, Frozen Four, I've never heard that. Well, it's the Final Four of hockey. I, I figured that out. Never heard of that? No. Come on, man. So it was good. And, and So I love hockey ever since then. It's been amazing. So I like watching it now, um, but don't see, don't get to watch a lot of games. I've never in my life bet hockey. And honestly, I never really bet baseball until this year. But look at all the underdogs that are losing or winning on, the, on these bets. If you track them out... Uh, a lot of times, uh, I've got some analytics. Well. Here's the thing: I read, and actually, I have, there's another guy on the uh, those here. I think two weeks ago, as a guest named Chris Lobo out of Philadelphia. It was at Phil- New Jersey, Jersey, and this guy loves hockey. He actually sent me a formula called the Corsi model. You know the Corsi model, huh? and he was explaining some of the Corsi kind of math. And so, anyway, I did some analytics over the last. Actually, I did about forty of these today. And this is kind of my, let's change the dates, get covered. When did hockey start? Like on the 18th or something? That's Wednesday, I think. Exactly. That's when I was basically in Bulgaria getting ready. To, midnight last Wednesday was my birthday, and I was in Sofia, Bulgaria, waiting for midnight to crush it. And then I flew to Dublin and had a 26-hour birthday and hit happy hour in two different countries and got liquored up pretty good. Did you bad. go on tilt? <laughs> Actually, I didn't bet. I didn't bet. I was on tilt, but it wasn't betting. Emotional, personal tilt. I was walking yeah. on tilt because yeah, I drank I too many. You probably were tilted down the road. Here, here's my hockey analytics for the year. Let's just do some insights. So teams that have a 25% home win percentage, which, again, very, very, very small sample size. The over-unders are really good. Um, nothing else there. When the home teams well obviously they should be 75 to 100 percent because there's only a few games at home so far but i'm looking for some good insights zero to three wins or five and two so teams that basically start off with one or two losses basically have come back pretty quickly and won right um it's hard to really show analytics when you have six games under your belt and obviously once you get to six eight whatever games there's there's no games the tie so i'll be curious to see what this is in a in a few more weeks and, that, that's and what look i do at the numbers would be cool because yeah. it'll be insightful i think to see them at that point mm-hmm. um and how they're affected because then we can you can look from that and choose based on those analytics um, some games, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm just building analytics. Yeah. I'll wait till about I don't know. I would say how, how many games are hockey? Like eighty? Eighty, exactly. Yeah. So I'd like to get it where they're about twenty games into the season, about twenty five percent of our overall season, and then I'll start to build the models based on historical data. And the problem with building models based on historical data that those games are played and things change, right. but. At least I start to identify some trends. I, I'm honestly going to focus on betting underdogs. So let's look at underdogs. Away teams of dogs this year are hitting 59%, yep. but they're actually losing money, which doesn't make sense to me. But maybe my math is off or my tools broke. I can't tell you for sure. Let's I was go on wager, wager amount or win amount when you calculate that versus the over-unders. What's that? Is it wager amount that they're down? That they're down or is it, it, assume, they, it assumes it's win it's, amount. It, it's the uh, wager amount. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it puts the juice into the algorithm or into the math. But here's what I can do. I can actually click on the, the, the this gadget, which is a model. 
And what it does, it goes down here and shows me the games. So this one was on Washington because it was an away dog. They got crushed. Calgary was an away. Actually, that one looks wrong, so the tool needs to be inspected there. Uh, here's an away dog at one. Vancouver won. They covered because they got the plus one right. and a half. Yep. Los Angeles won straight up. So you can kind of see how this tool works. It's right. pretty cool. You can not only see the, the math, you can go see the game and see how it's actually calculating these things. But again, when we build the tool, we pull in the data, we build the models, and we start to test. We're just now testing NHL today after six games. So we have a few things to work out. Same with the NBA. I'll start messing with the NBA uh, analytics. I'll make sure these tools are all working fully functional. The chief nerd officer will then go in and basically fix the bugs. And after a couple of weeks, baseball took the same thing. It takes about a week or two to work it out. This is our first season doing the tool with these sports. Next year, it'll be working without a, without any flaws. Then you should have Tiny test it and bet make some bets. The only thing a Tiny test tiny. is basically walk into the kitchen. See, that's why he's perfect. He's like typical Homer. Like yeah, he's a good this. dude. No, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I've never met him, but I'm sure he's a great guy. He stays in his room, has his <laughs> bag of Cheetos, and bets on the, I guess, the Detroit Lions instead of going following me. Never bet the Detroit Lions. They're terrible. Now they're like five and three or five and two. Aren't All right, they? let's watch the rest of the season. They do this every <laughs> year. They win, and then they lose their last six out of seven games or something. So I have no confidence in them. I like the coach, though. Yeah, the coach is uh, Dan Campbell. Yeah. That dude good. is a passionate, good coach. I love the way his team rallies around. Players love him. Mm -hmm. uh, they're receptive to him. They listen to him. They've improved 100% over where they were two years ago. So they are a lot better. Just They're just disappointed. They disappoint every year. You want to talk about disappointing? I'm from Nebraska, man. Oh, dude, they're terrible. Like, At, or four and three. We're going to make a bowl game for the first time in like 100 years. What a heartbreaker, though, for the what last 13 years. Imagine growing. being 52 years old from the time I was born until probably about I was 35. Like, we never lost more than three games. And they won a couple national championships yeah, in they that did. time. They did. Now they've they've sucked the goat of a mule. <laughs> they couldn't suck a goat. They were that bad. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they are they're embarrassing. I mean, I was actually flying back to the States on Saturday from Dublin, and I was like... Um, I got to Chicago and turned on the game, and I was like, and they actually won the game. And I still, my heart was like, uh, I don't even care to watch this. I mean, right. it's, it's hard to watch a bad team it for is. that many years. No, I've enjoyed uh, being here. It's good. We should we should Talking do this again this. very very soon. Yeah, I love I love this. I love the the algorithm. What you're doing there, I think it's amazing. What do you think of the sign? This is new. It's fantastic. Any questions from the audience? I kind of forgot about the audience. Oh, these the ones that came in earlier. Okay. I use the word value bets. Actually, there's another guy that's uh, really good. He was on our show a few weeks ago out of uh, Philadelphia. And he was the one who was talking to me about value bets. So do you kind of understand the value bet kind of thing? Yeah. Trying to, it's like buying a stock, you know? Yeah. You want to buy low, sell high, or get a good return. Exactly. On value, bet to me is, value bet to me is really just betting dogs plus money when the predictive confidence is close. That's, to me, my value bet. Um you're kind of in a losing streak of late, and people on and Reddit and Discord are slamming. Actually, this is a great one because I got slammed. It's amazing because when you win, <laughs> everybody tells you you have like two or three days of losses, and they just jump my shit. Right. Which, and honestly, I was I kind of make jokes because I make daily videos typically on baseball. <laughs> I haven't made any for a while, but now once I get a few weeks into um, NBA and I get a few weeks into NHL, and probably another week or two into NBA, I'll start to make the videos and say why I'm making the picks, and I'll show right. all the analytics to back it up. And when I win, people go nuts. You know, our our, our uh, subscriptions go up, which we don't pay. You don't pay to subscribe. You just register and use the tool. But the point of it is, when we're winning, you got everybody loves you. And when you right. lose, 
they hate you. So actually in my videos, I kind of joke around and go, okay, keep hating, you're building the brand because even negative feedback is still awareness to what you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's good. So I just thank them, kind of a backhanded you know, way of saying thank you. <laughs> uh, many sports to offer various types of, so talk a little bit about your bonuses and promotions. You talk about boosters. Do you actually do boosters like uh, DraftKings? No, what I'll do based on activity um, and with sports, like midweek, if you want players to play more midweek, you, mm -hmm. you look at like tonight, mm -hmm. uh, the NBA. So give a little incentivize, incentivize players to bet on the NBA games. And mm -hmm. so now they're playing tonight. They don't really have a risk because they're going to get match play up to 150 bucks, whatever they bet, and they'll get it back in free mm -hmm. play. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to do that. And the players will stick with you for a long time because um, you're treating it like a business. You're doing good. You're, they, they like you when you do that. So stuff. if I sign up, I get a $100 free play? Yeah. And I can do like a five-team uh, parlay and kind of kick in the ass with a win? Not on the free play. We don't allow that. We've oh. had that that's bad business model right there. Boom. You have that, and then you get destroyed. I was going to say, I want to come over and just thunk you with my hammer of Thor right out of the well, gate. Well, the issue is you get guys that would never bet $100 in their life on anything. <laughs> and they date that hundred, and they let it ride on a, like a parlay or something, and they went eight or nine hundred, and then the next week they're betting ten bucks, fifteen bucks. We say forget that. Here's the thing: that's my, not acceptable. My, my girlfriend asked me like a few weeks ago. She goes, "Can you win me like five grand on betting?" I go, "Babe, here's how we're gonna do it. If you want to do it, but you're gonna have to risk the twelve fifty. She goes, "Really?" I go, "Here's what we'll do. We'll go. To, I think it's Caesars or uh, MGM, whatever. One one of those sites has like a twelve fifty no risk bet. Oh yeah, yeah. And you get two hundred or something. If you well, basically, I was like, we'll bet the twelve fifty. If you lose, you get your money back. Right. If you bet that bet and you win, we're at twenty five hundred bucks at no risk. Right. If we hit it and we make one good bet. After two bets, you've made 5000 bucks. Right. That's that, good. That's why I told her. I go, by the same time, I think our chances are about 50-50 of pulling this off. Because the first one, I assume we're going to find a good bet. Let's assume we hit it. We don't hit it. We're still, you know, we got to hit two more. But the point is, let's say you make that first bet and you win. I got to find one good bet to turn 1250 I'm pretty sure, though, they're, they're probably have some fine print that says you've got to bet like 10 times the 1250 which right. means you got to bet 12,500 right. or then, something. Then they ding your credit card so you got you got 12 grand on your credit card. Well, once I win, I'll just call my credit card and say it was stolen. They won't yeah. get, they won't ding shit. That's yeah, for an exception. Yeah, get that money back one way or the other. Yeah, perfect. They'll, they'll probably find a way to do something, but <laughs> we're 54 minutes past the hour. I'm always told to keep it under 55 minutes, so Let's do this. Let's wrap it up. Thank Thanks you for so inviting much. me. I appreciate it. It was, it was great. It was fun. It went by fast. Like, holy cow. It's like we're at the bar just yeah. having our regular drink yeah. tonight. I might even have another beer after this. I'll have another so, beer with you. If you want a yeah. shot, you want to do a shot? Yeah, let's go. All right, drum roll. See you, folks.